Hey, good morning and happy Labor Day 2021 to everybody. It's uh, the Boomer Bunker Morning Show, uh, voted best morning show by a guy who lives in Alabama and a guy who lives in New Jersey. I would agree with that. Yeah. So, you know, Labor Day is uh, to pay tribute to the contributions and achievements of American workers. It was uh, created by the labor movement in... 1894. Uh, really? Yes. I did not know that. Well, now you do. See, when, wrinkles in your brain. When did we start getting days off? That's when did it become a day where we, well, you know, it became a hamburgers? It became a federal holiday in 1894, is what I meant. Oh, okay. All mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. So, uh, September 6th, <clears throat> uh, Let's see, famous shit that happened back then. Uh, U.S. President William McKinley was shot by an anarchist, uh, Leon, I cannot enunciate his last name, while visiting the Pan American Exposition in New York. So I didn't know that we had another. Yeah, I thought thought they only shot uh, Kennedy, Reagan, and Lincoln. Lincoln, yeah. I didn't know there was another one. Mm, Well, yeah. uh, I thought there was one that was shot in a duel. Where they, they back in the day when they still did duels. Yeah, I thought we had a president that got shot in a duel. Also on, on this day in 1916, the first true supermarket, the Piggly Wiggly, is opened uh, by Clarence Saunders in Memphis, Tennessee, affectionately known here as the Pig. How about that? I, I, there's no way that I thought the Piggly Wiggly was the very first supermarket. Sure was. It sure was. Um, also, famous birthdays today. Roger, Roger Waters. You know who he is. Pink Floyd? Yes, very good. He turned 77. Jeff Foxworthy and Michael Winslow both turned 63 today. Hmm. Wow. I didn't think Jeff Foxworthy was born on the the same day in the same year. I was going to say, I didn't think Jeff Foxworthy was the same age, was older than me. I thought he was younger. 1958. Yep, older. And and, uh, Michael Winslow as well. So that's the guy who did all the the weird noises. uh, Yeah, all the... Yeah, him. He was on a talk show one time, and they did uh, where he they did um, a Led Zeppelin song, and all he used was the microphone and they yeah. actually had a guitar. It's it's yeah. pretty good. The guy's amazing. What he can do with a microphone and just his mouth. He does a Led Zeppelin bit and a Jimi Hendrix bit as well. That was his two kind of stand up comedy go tos that that he was. Everybody loves it, no matter how many times you've watched it. It's uh, really good to see live, I guess. Mm. Sure. Hey, I want to start the morning off with a to make you laugh video, if you wouldn't mind. Hell yes. Uh, this is something that I haven't shown Bob yet. Uh-oh. So, so this is going to be a reaction video. John's Video Vault. John's Video Vault. Hey, Ivermectin. Horses. Should we tell her that pencil's electric? No. Hell no. No, 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 no. Oof, that's a yellow for livestock. She she peed her pants. <laughs> nice. Maybe so. they got horses. Oh man. Oh also, uh the one of our guys uh that used to be on rubberneckers, Andrew. Yeah. Uh he I found one of his old TikToks before he lost all the weight. Oh yeah. I figured I would share that if you you know, if you wouldn't mind. I thought this was a good one. Oh, come on. I have never once turned a beer can into a guitar. <laughs> Kudos to that person for doing that. I'll tell you what, that Andrew, very talented. My wife said something this morning that I wanted to ask you about. She said, you know, if you smell an onion and then you eat an apple, it tastes like an onion. I would think that that would probably be true for the simple fact that smell has a lot to do with taste. Like when you you lose your... That's what we were talking about. We were talking about the bird, whether or not, you know, the bird was tearing up a, uh, a... 
a banana that was green. We just gave her a, a green banana and, and let her kind of go at it. And I'm like, does she she realize that that thing's probably bitter as hell? And and then I pointed out that I don't think they have a lot of taste buds going on. That a lot of their taste comes from their smell. Yeah. And that's where how we got into that. And I was like, well, why would you do that though? Why would you test that and smell the onion and eat the apple? I just is well, just because we do shit like that all the time. Hey, we, you know, if you lick my butthole and eat this candy bar, <laughs> it's going to taste like shit. It's going to taste like, yeah, it's going to well, taste maybe, like shit. Maybe yours, mine, I was going to say it's going to taste oh, like your shit. What's your shit taste like? Candied bacon? Well, hopefully you clean your butthole. Okay. Well, wipes, they're a thing, man. You got to detail afterward. I, I guess. I don't, I don't know. I I never got into that. I never want to get into that. Sorry. I can't I can't take a chance on there being remnants. Hey, if uh, anybody out there ever finds um a brand of wet wipes or a brand of um Kleenex type shit that you get one out of one at a time out of the pack, let me yeah. know. Let me know. Well, Bob, now that you brought this up, I saw a product and since I didn't put this on here, but I, I was thinking about buying it. And what it is, is basically what you do is you put it on the wall right next to your toilet paper. You take the toilet paper out, you give this thing a couple squirts and it makes your toilet paper a wet wipe. It's supposed to clean your bunghole. Oh, I thought this was going to be a real men of genius thing. No, it actually, it's an actual thing. And you just put it on there and it's, you just give it a couple squirts wow. of toilet paper and then you go back there and you swab it around. You can't do that with a sink. You can't just like wet it with your. Oh, you can, but I mean, it's just, this is what the other stuff would have. Um, I don't know, whatever it would be better to clean and, and maybe perfume your uh, bunghole. Yeah, like yeah. mesquite. Mesquite. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you can make your butthole t- taste like a barbecue. I was thinking more like lavender or something in that flat, you know, floral kind of situation. I don't know. But anyhow, uh, what do you want to get into first? You want to talk about China? China? China. Well, I mean, oh, I, I didn't see that topic. That's, that's a new one. Uh, That's a new one. Yeah. You must have just added that. I did. I, well, to be honest with you, I added it early this morning because i woke up and couldn't sleep and i as i scroll through things i find stories and i just throw it in there china bans sissy and inf- and effeminate men under new macho media rules i thought we had talked a while back on the bullhorn we had talked about them uh trying to i guess you'd say masculate uh masculate their army or their their because their military were turns out they were trying to get a you know new everybody who knew into their damn military was a bunch of wimps and, right. and they were trying to man them up a little bit and and take yeah. away a little bit of that you know what the well, internet's done to them yeah so right now they're uh trying to uh, what they're banning is sissy boy bands effeminate males from all media Broadcasters must resolute put an end to sissy men and their abnormal aesthetics. I don't know. I think I'm with China on this. I am with China on this. So, so they're going to ban K-pop. Hmm. Uh, yeah, the 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 term is nine. I guess it's. I'm going to try it. It's nine pow. Uh, it's an insult for. Yes, it's. It means girly guns. So. See, That's, if I was a sports commentator, I'd been fired for that. Uh, yep. So that's what China's also China is now banning. They want uh, children can only play video games three hours a week. That's it. So they're, they're strapped down. A week. And they're making a week. Three hours a week. Wow. Yep. He's pledging to make China great again. He's taking a page out of Donald Trump's book. Uh, yeah, and also, China doesn't want anything on the air that would be overly entertaining. So they're also banning all the Dancing with the Star type shows, the 
right uh, american idol type shows all that kind of stuff um, well china's got talent china's idol yeah all that shit so yeah i think it's time i think you know they're basically saying let's not sit there and promote all this uh, the lgbtq2 community let's you know let's uh, make manly men you know the focus yeah, I was never really aware of their, you know, of the Chinese Communist Party's viewpoint on that kind of stuff, on the the whole gender thing and all that, how they're how they're dealing with it, what they allow. So, kind of yeah. assumed that they would take the uh, you know Muslim approach to it. I mean, not necessarily throwing you off of buildings, but well, they know, want- it, it was sort of like forbidden or just keep it to yourself, whatever. Yeah, they want you to sack up, be a man. Be a manly man. Be a macho man. Don't be a Brandon. Gotcha. Anything. Yeah. So I'm all for this. I think they should do more of this shit in uh, the United States. I don't know about the, what would I call it? I I don't know about banning video games for a certain amount of time. I mean, but I would imagine that if people didn't have video games to play all day, that they would go out and do something I don't know, play, actually pick up a basketball, play basketball, pick up a hockey stick, play some street hockey. Well, their internet there is very, we'll say monitored oh, by, yeah. by yeah. the government. So it's not like they can get on like Twitter and be all in these groups of, you know, um, the, the wokeness. So I don't, I'm not sure where all of it's coming from as, as far as within their, you know, society. I don't understand where all of it's coming from. I get it that, you know, some people are born like that, whatever, but, a lot of the people that are getting into this rainbow crap, they're 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 doing it because they they don't have an identity and they want one. They're doing it for attention. Exactly. It's like I can't be a macho guy, so I'm gonna go the I'm gonna go completely the opposite way and make that cool. No more macho men. No more YMCA. No more YMCA. Yeah, those guys were macho men and they were gay. The uh, what's the name of the band? Village people. Village people. (laughs) I couldn't think of the village people for a second. I could see them. Could see them all. The indie. (laughs) Just think about that. They have three hits. I would say, but right now, if the guy came out dressed as an Indian chief, that would be cultural appropriation. They would cancel him for that. The construction worker you get away with. The policeman you could get away with, and that. Guy, no, the police, you'd be hated on for being dressed like a cop. Okay. Because all cops are bastards, remember? Right, right. And you got the construction guy, and then you got the guy that was in the leathers with the hat, with the cowboy. Hand. Oh, there was a cowboy, too. Well, he was cowboy. He was, I guess, modern-day cowboy, whatever. But wasn't there a guy that was in a, like, leather, he had the leather short, not knee-high pants on, with the handlebar mustache? Hold on a second. I haven't seen we'll, a, we'll get to check them out here in just a second. Yeah, I haven't really looked at a picture of the village people in a while. Uh, I would imagine they're pretty old now. Well, yeah, I'm not like pulling up a modern day like photo of them just yeah. so you know. <laughs> they're all in a nursing home <laughs> with a cane and a Oops. cowboy hat and Indian dress. I don't know when uh, this is probably I'm, I'm going to say it's a little bit after they were uh, their day because it doesn't look like I don't know. I don't I don't remember the cowboy having a gray, gray beard, but here we go. There they are. Ah, OK. Yeah. See the one guy. There's the cop, the Indian construction worker, the cowboy and the guy in the middle, which I'm not sure what that is. He's got it looks Biker. like he's got, Oh, he's a biker. Okay. He's got seatbelt tits. Well, I mean, I don't want to in, insult, you know, bikers. Yeah. But, that, but I'm going to guess that's that would be the attire you would choose if you were into uh, riding motorcycles. I would imagine. Maybe, yeah. maybe, maybe with a shirt on. I don't know. Yeah. But I mean, they look like macho men. They don't look like sissy boys now. Well, there's, there, there's extra ones there. I don't know what that is. <clears throat> I, I wasn't really a big fan of the 
Village People, so I don't know. The Best of the Village People. How many songs are on the Best of the Village Is people? that a like a military guy there? <sighs> it might be. Is that one guy? It's hard to tell. Yeah, I can't really blow it up, man. You know how it does. Right. Damn Google crap. So. All righty, Village People Talk. Check that off the list. <laughs> you didn't think you were going to get that this morning, did you? Uh, yeah. Never know what. Well, you know, we're like a box of chocolates over here. Uh, apparently they're having a problem bringing all these Afghan, uh, refugees in. Uh, they don't know what to do when their guys are coming in with their underage brides. What do you do about that, Bob? What's your, what's your opinion on this? Uh, well, I'm surprised that they were allowed on the plane to begin with. Okay. Uh, I'm sure it was like, may chaos and mayhem i would probably thought it was the guy's daughter maybe right but then come to find out it's his child bride I, again that's their culture over there i guess they're allowed at 12 years old they're allowed to marry women over there at 12 years old are are marriable Ugh. This is a uh, tweet from Jack Posobiec. Uh, breaking State Department requesting urgent guidance over child brides among Afghan escapees. Staff at Fort McCoy reporting multiple cases of underage girls said to be married to adult Afghan men. Yeah, I think you got to give them. Uh, I, I mean, if they're married, they're married. What can you do? That's what they do over there. Well, Dave said. Damn it. I'll, go ahead. I'll, you do it. I went to go for it at the same time you did. That's fine. Yeah, that's what Dave says. You know, that's got to be true. He says, uh, squiggly, squiggly, weird looking E. Uh, man. man with his arms out. Um, hammer beating on a, a building. Uh, I don't know. Bowl of cereal. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> so, man, hit his own our language. Right. TV with two antennas. Alarm, two alarm clocks and a bowl of shredded wheat. So yeah, I don't, I don't know what to do with that, man. I mean, I don't, I would, uh, maybe, maybe we need a, a website like, uh, Germany made, you know, that one we, uh, talked about, I don't know, a week or two ago about where they taught the in, incoming refugees, the Muslims who migrated into Germany, it, it taught them about sex and their laws on on sex yeah but if they're already married and it's his wife what are you going to do i think there's a well, I, I don't think i hate to say grandfathered but i think it's grandfathered in if you're you have a child bride well then you're going to have a lot of uh pedophiles claiming to be muslim well i mean they have to they would okay for this to stand i mean we have to use common sense for this to stand they would have to have come from afghanistan and they already been married then you, know, you just don't come to Germany and claim you're Muslim and try to pick up a 12-year-old bride. That doesn't work. That's stupid. If they came from Afghanistan with a 12-year-old bride, okay, well, I guess we got to let it stand because they're already married. And they, what are we going to do? Separate them? That's, you can't do that. But that doesn't mean any German can go over and say, well, guess what? I've converted to Muslim, and now I'm going to marry a 12-year-old. That's not. That's stupid. That's all I'm saying. You act like we live in a country that's ran on logic. <clears throat> well, we need to. We need to start running our country on logic. Well, he gets to do it. So can I. No, no, yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah. no, no, no. See, yeah. again, I, I believe in double standards. I've always believed in double standards. A double standard is where if someone come over, they get special dispensation because they already married a 12-year-old and it's part of their culture and they came here. We can't really do anything about it. That's but but just because this guy got to do it doesn't mean you get to do it. You pervert. Hey, quick question. Do you know who Gabriel Gipe is? Uh Mr. and Mrs. Gipe's boy. Yeah, that would be true. Mr. and Mrs. Gipe had Gabriel Gipe. Do you have any idea who he is? Other than that, no. Okay. He is the Antifa uh california oh, teacher guy, the teacher who yeah he's uh boy if anybody watched that video geez that guy so 
how does that get through? Is there no like vetting vetting process here with these uh, freaking teachers, man? Is there no background no. checks? Nothing. You don't forget about that. How about just walk into the guy's classroom and see right. he's got a picture of Mao in there and see he's got a the uh, Antifa flag or the anti-fascist flag in there. And one of the students says, you know, it kind of makes me uncomfortable. So his response to that was, well, it's supposed to make fascists is uncomfortable, so I don't know what to tell you. When I was in 12th grade, 11th and 12th grade, I went, uh, we had a journalism teacher. Her name was Ms. Kentai. She was actually pretty hot. She's a metalhead. And she had a Fiero, and she had uh, real handcuffs clicked onto the mirror to the you know rear view mirror that's on the windshield oh okay All they right. made her remove them yeah i would imagine uh, yeah when you park in a yeah you have to have some kind of I, I mean you have to have you know when you put it you go somewhere you have to put on a suit there's a dress code and all this is the way teachers should act too yeah. so but so they you know my school found that in her car like and and they can't they in their can't parking lot. Walk, walk into this guy's room and see all the uh, signs and be like, mm, red flag. Right. Well, these teachers are diming themselves out. I mean, we'd had stories, you know, in the past where we had the one teacher who was teaching preschool ch children from two to four. And yes. they were, she was teaching about sex and uh, she wanted to learn how to, she wanted to know how it was, if she would be able to teach them about kink two to two and, and four year olds. Consent. Right. And consent. And uh, now she's no longer working there. And then we also had the one about the teacher who was uh, uncomfortable of having she was uncomfortable that the American flag was in the classroom. So she couldn't find that one. That one was taken down. She couldn't find it. But she had the uh, gay pride flag up and they would. The, and remember, she said, uh, I pledge allegiance. I pledge allegiance to the queers. She's no longer employed. So. Yep, this this guy here, uh, Project Veritas, got him on tape. They got him sitting there, and he just talked about everything. He says, "I got 180 days to turn students into revolutionaries." He would tell them where Antifa was, you know, having rallies, and if they went there and showed up, that they would get extra credit. So yeah, this guy yeah, they, in the video, they can like pan around his room and you see like big giant, like, like poster of Mao on there. It's like, Oh no, 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 no. That's, that's, <laughs> that's, I mean, who doesn't see that this is a problem? Like is the principal not going door to door, just pop, popping it. When I was in school, uh, at least once a week, they'd pop in and just, just observe for a minute and then leave. Well, forget about that. I mean, how about just walking in and taking a look around and maybe the, the Antifa flag might raise an eyebrow. What are we doing here? Yeah, it's... Well, um. Mm. Hey, I, I got to tell you what. Uh, I'm proud of the trolls. They're using uh, Google Translate now. Oh, how cute. They're, they're using it to put other languages in here. And so now we don't know what they're talking about, which is fine. Yeah, I guess I guess there isn't a um Espanol translation for GD because you mm. had to type that one out. Right. Uh so anyhow, they this teacher, I guess he he's been canceled. There was a meeting, school board meeting, the teachers were I mean the teachers, the parents were there, they were furious that this guy was uh teaching. They followed him around, tried to get a response. He of course, didn't say anything after he found out he was had. But so here's the other thing. What do you I guess there's laws where this is legal, where you can go in, have a camera on you like a pen camera or something. Yes. And record this guy talking about he has no idea that he's, you know, he's being recorded. I'm not comfortable with that. You know what I mean? Then stay out of Soft Weekly's Discord server. No, I understand that. But what I'm saying is if you're going somewhere and you're talking to somebody, I don't think that they should be they should be recorded without their knowledge. Well, so I'm sure I don't think they're allowed to walk into like your home and do that or or say your office at work. I don't know. I don't I don't know what the you know limitations are on it, but I'm sure that there's cer certain areas where they're not allowed to, like you know, like the bathroom. Unless you're Opie. Yeah, but 
Yeah, but do you think that when you go somewhere, they should tell you that, oh, by the way, I'm recording this. I think you should. They should. They could just have a little tiny two inch by two inch uh, decal on on the window out. You know, like like in the grocery stores and you walk in, it says under under video surveillance. That, that's all you got to do. And you could put it wherever you want. It, 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 uh, it could be 10 feet off the ground. I don't like it. I think it's. I think it's creepy. I think it is. You know, I think it's deceitful. I, I believe that this. Well, I believe this guy would still be teaching if they did this. I mean, if they let him know that they were recording this. Recording without his knowledge, I don't know, I just, I think it's a violation of some kind of right. That's what I'm saying. Well, I, I'd like to know who this guy thought he was stalking to, because the, if you listen to the line of questions and the way that they're presented, you could tell this guy is some kind of a reporter, like he's not an interested party in, in joining his little, that guy's little cult. I guess. Or maybe he thought that he was writing for some. Maybe he thought he was writing for a positive left-wing paper. So this guy's so excited to get his message out that he doesn't even care who he's talking to. Oh, I agree with that. Yeah. Uh, but still, I just, I don't know it just feels a little creepy to me. Oh, well, good. I hope they get all of them. I mean, oh, you know, the next day there was a. Uh, you know that there was a, a memo went out across the Antifa channels about don't talk to anybody you don't know. Right. So. I think this might have to be something that goes with donut, 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 fat, fat, fat. No, it's, it's Kanye West. <laughs> I don't know. There's just three, three, three words, then three words. I have a feeling that's donut, 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 fat, fat, fat in some language. I'm just saying. I just think it was, uh, you know, nice of him to ask for for the this slot of time off from applebee's so that it could watch our show right, yeah love them love the fans uh so do you want to get into your video vault oh you want a palate cleanser i do all righty do 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 what do i want to surprise john with a donut how about this one since we just had village people I couldn't hear the audio for some reason. So. Oh, you could? No, I could hear it. It was perfect. Yeah, I know, but if I can't hear the I audio, know, it I, for, me. for some reason. Now, are you, are you? I don't. We'll talk about this later. What? I'm just saying. You have another one up there. I don't know if you want to play that. Yeah, I'm gonna play this one, but I think I want to play it from like my my computer and share that, so I could. I can't hear the audio, so okay. it doesn't do me any good. I'm I not hear sure what's going on there. I rebooted my computer. Yeah, I did everything else. Streaming. I've got everything routed properly. I just don't understand. Live streaming is, uh, for some reason, it it's buggy. Live streaming is buggy, buggy, at times. Yeah, it sucks. <laughs> All right, pretty much the same. Here we go. This one um, is about period poverty. <clears throat> period poverty doesn't just affect women. Two-spirits, trans men, non-binary people, and genderqueer people can all have periods. And arguably, period poverty may Stop be... It. Hold it. Stop it. Here's why. Back that up again. I want to see what she just said. Who can have periods? I want to know what, what airplane she got those freaking glasses off of. Uh, okay, no. I got to go back to find out who can have periods. All right. Let's go ahead. Poverty doesn't just affect women. Two-spirits, trans men, non-binary people, and genderqueer people can all have periods. And arguably, period poverty may be higher in these populations. Here's why. You ever seen a tampon dispenser or a box of free tampons in a men's bathroom? What about a period aisle not labeled feminine hygiene or pink boxes all around it? Periods can be a really tough and dangerous time for people that aren't cisgender women. So if you're donating period products or putting them in your workplace or school, make sure they're in all bathrooms. Or at least that all people have access to these products. Because blood has no gender, baby. 
period. Okay. So how do you feel about that, John? So basically, yeah, guess what? Periods do have a gender, the female gender. And if you have a vagina, then you can have a period. But here's the thing. If you don't have a vagina, you can't have a period. All right? Blood will not ooze out of your uh, pecker. So we don't have to, well, if it does, you need to see a doctor. But it it doesn't happen on a monthly basis. So stop. See, this is where... In China, this would not go on, Bob. They would China would put a stop to this immediately. Should they put uh, tampons, a tampon dispenser in the men's room, in the men's bathroom? Should they? Um, only if they want to make more money and have more clogged up toilets. Yeah, because of course you would. I don't know how much for a tan. I don't even know. I. I I have no idea. Like, like, like 50 cents or a dollar or something like that. And then, and then they end up in the toilet because men get them out and play with them. You know, k- kids go in there and play with them and throw them at each other. And yeah. Okay, so, right. So I would say that if you're two princes or you're binary something and you're non binary, this, and you actually need a tampon and you're, and you have to go into the men's room, I would say that you should prepare if you know your period's coming and carry them with you somewhere. In other words, don't make it our responsibility because of your whatever, your thing, your your cosplay, your LARPing. All right? I don't want to have to worry about your shit. Take care of your shit. All right? Women, it's a different thing. You never know where it's, it's coming on. And, and then here's the other thing. I guess you would have to go into the ladies' room at that one point and get them and then shove them in your hoo-ha. Again, I don't know. Oh my God. I, I, the hair. The hair immediately tells me this is going to be. What did we say last week about the about my my new rule for anybody with colored hair? No, no more microphones for you. Right. Here we go. <sighs> now, this woman, I, I, I'm sorry. I, maybe I, I was tired when I, I watched this. She, it, had me thinking, well, maybe she's one of the good ones, right? But then she, because the way she words things, but then you listen to, I, I, I had to listen to it twice. Well, see, it says right at the bottom, political activists shouldn't be teachers. So yeah, I'm sure I know, pissed but, at that. Like, yeah, go ahead. No, but the way she words things is a little. You, you got to pay attention. So this comment was put on a video that had absolutely nothing to do with politics. But let's dive in because teaching is political. No, the education not. system, the curriculum, school zoning. Go ahead. It's ben. not. It's not political. It shouldn't be political. Take the politics out of teaching, unless you're teaching poli sci. Okay. Yeah. One class. Not everything. Maybe humanities. Uh, maybe. No. no. You know, maybe civics or history or something. No. But it, again, I I don't think it should be political. And wait a minute. If it's going to be political, then both sides should be represented. A conservative side and a liberal side or a leftist side, which would be three sides. So the triangle of politics should be presented in a topic if you're going to teach children. This way they can think about it on themselves and just make a decision on what they think is, you know, where they are. There there is no impartial instructor. no, the teacher doesn't have to be impartial, but they have to teach impartial. Impartial. That's what they have to do. But they're not going to do that because they're so worried about their message and, and making more of them. Well, that's the problem, Bob. So in my school, if I was the principal, like, you know, stand by me, I would say you, you teach it neutral. All right. I don't want to hear you. I don't want to. I don't care about your opinions. I don't care about your politics. You teach the, the students. uh, an issue from the conservative view, from the liberal view, and then from the crazy communist leftist views. Well, this this is why where they're more and more and more, you're getting uh, homeschooled kids. Of course. Absolutely. Well, and then at that point, then your parents are going to, but your parents are the ones that are supposed to teach you their, your values and teach you their values. Religion, politics, all that kind of stuff. That is, you know, culture, that is, the responsibility of your parents um 
but they should also teach you things like respect and hard work and all that kind of stuff, the value of a dollar, but they don't. It's, you know, the internet raises or the parent, the, the internet raises our, our, our youth. That used to be the TV. Now it's the internet. Yeah. But you know, I mean, TV back then wasn't as, as bad. It it was a lot more controlled. The uh, networks were a lot more about, they had a tighter tolerance on what they would allow on the air. That's not true. I mean, look at the Teletubbies. Teletubbies, they had a gay in there. And well, I didn't grow up with the fucking Teletubbies. Oh, yeah, Bob. Uh, okay, you grew up in black and white TV. I mean, it's that's oh, a, there were street mind. channels. I'm talking about you know when you know there was cable and the Cartoon Network and all. That's when this st- shit started slipping through. All right, let's hear what uh, right. Goldilocks over here has to say. Standardized testing. All of these. How bad do you want to take a nine volt battery and hold it up to those little things hanging out of her nose and just touch both? Contacts? Oh, well, yeah. When you have that, that ring through your nose, like a bull that automatically tells me that you're an asshole. That's it. That's an asshole detector. You know, back in, I was going to say, you know, back in the day when they first started having phones and they used to have those things that you put on your ear, the Bluetooth yeah, thing. Bluetooth. Yeah. I called that an asshole detector too. Anybody walking around with one of those was an asshole. I'm sorry. Go ahead with her. Those, but, but, but don't the ball things hanging off of her like nose ring at the bottom? Don't they look perfectly spaced to where you can touch a nine volt battery and just give her a good little zap? Absolutely. Back that up a little bit because I want to hear what she says about standard. There we go. System, the curriculum, school zoning, funding, standardized testing—all of these things can create and further lead to class and racial inequalities and impact life chances for our students. That's that's because testing standardized testing is racist. No, it's not. It's not. Exactly. If you teach everybody the same curriculum, the people that learn it get higher scores and the people that don't get lower scores. And it doesn't have anything to do with their race. Nothing. Nothing to do with their race. Well, not everybody has a safe space at home where they can study and do their schoolwork john some people have study halls listen all right i'm going there the people you're the people your race of people have to start taking responsibility for what you're putting out all right black people you know look at look at the asians the asians came over here they came over as slaves they worked hard they uh value education they value hard work they value respecting your elders and all nobody hears from them they don't even they don't come out they don't have a problem nobody has to don't worry about standardized testing they're doing fantastic other races hispanic or or black you know they're sitting there with that victim mentality if you have that victim mentality you're going to have low scores so what do you have to do You, you can't raise the bar you have to drag the bar down and that's what this is this is dragging the bar down to make us make them all stupid. Teaching now, the kids that are coming out of school now are dumber than the kids that are that were coming out of school forty years ago. Well, they're they're also <clears throat> they also come out of school with a focus on things that really are not that fucking important. Okay, as as far as you know, life skills. What's important? Um, you know, going for the nuclear, you know, 2.2 kids, the white picket fence, getting, you know, building equity for your family name or worrying that, you know, gender equality is not everywhere. Right. That That's my point. In other words, if you're going to, I want critical thinking. I want critical thinkers. I want the kids to be taught critical thinking. I want them to be taught uh, math and science and English, you know, I, I don't want to hear about standardized testing is racist. Shh, cut me a break. All right. Let's if, if that's what they, this is what teachers use to give them excuse because they suck at teaching. That's what this is because they can't, well, they don't want to be judged by right. those test scores. That's right. And they are, your job is to teach the kids and make them smarter. Well, I can't, well, I can't do this. I've done everything I can. The test must be bad. No, it's not. You suck. You suck. You can't teach kids. And now that you can't teach kids and they, and they can't pass a test now that's it's the something else. It's, it's systemic racism. 
but you have to lend part of that to and i'm not trying to give them a pass but you have to lend part of that an ability to teach the kids to the kids they don't want to learn they don't give a shit well then you move them to a school where there's more discipline and where they have to learn in other words okay you have kids that go to school they want to learn they get an easier path then you have kids that go to school and they want to fuck off and do you know then they go to a more of a military school kind of like a high security prison versus a a minimum security prison correct and the other thing is you what they should do is uh when these kids don't want to learn they should take them and put them in schools like the catholic schools of the 60s and 70s those nuns will beat the smart into them i'll tell you that right now that shit you either learn or you get a whoop ass whooping that's what needs to happen and everybody's going to be saying oh oh john you that's this is uh that's the way it used to be back in the day well the back in the day needs to come to the day because what we're doing is we are raising stupid 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 i knew uh back in the day when i was young i knew four people that went to catholic schools two two girls two guys the two guys are currently to this day they're gay and the two girls were total sluts. So I'm, I'm just saying, saying, I'm just saying that Catholic school to you means sexual repression. And then when they get out, they're gay. Well, yeah. again, well, yeah, they, you, they, they are, they are led to deviant lifestyles because it's for verboten, you know, Ver, verboten. Sorry. Okay. So that's stupid. That's a stupid statement. How do you know of four people that went to Catholic school that you know, two were gay and two were sluts. So that means that they're all gay and they're all sluts. Oh, here we go. Homophobia. Why is that being, how are we being homophobic? I'm not sure. I have no idea. I'm just talking about teachers right now. (laughs) And the 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 hairstyle, the color hairstyle. When when you see this color hairstyle, you know that we've we're gonna hear something. Fallout. Yeah. Here we go. Back to it. And impact life chances for our students. Especially as a history teacher, my students deserve somebody who is going to confront and challenge the injustices and untruths that are in our history that have led to discrimination. So But does that mean that they get to rewrite everything to yeah. their particular narrative? I agree with this part. I agree with it that, you know, there was oh, that thing in Tulsa. Oh, there was a, a riot in Tulsa where uh, uh, Juneteenth. No, no. Juneteenth was where they that was part of Texas, where they went in and they told all the slaves that they were free. And that was like the last stand of uh, slavery. But in Tulsa, there was a, a white riot where they went into and basically black people were trying to do what Asians do. They were trying to, you know, have their own economy. They had their own banking system. And for some reason, and I don't, again, I don't know what all the white people went in there and rioted and killed a shit ton of black people just because they were black. And yes, that shit should be taught. I'm not saying you shouldn't be. Of course. Yeah, that shit. Should be, well, I agree with that part. And of I'm it. not saying that they need to continue on with George Washington was the greatest white man to ever live. I don't think that needs to be taught. I think it, they should be honest about it. Did he help um, create this, you know, government in this country? Yes. Did he? Was he uh, like a slave owner? Yeah. But then again, a lot of wealthy white men were back then not to make it okay but that's just what they did back then they also used to put you know leeches on you when you were sick they don't do that anymore either they did a lot of dumb shit back then right not giving it a pass i'm just saying that's what they did back then i mean why don't we go all the way back to the building of the pyramids let's just go all the way back and and just to say lord jeffrey here i doubt he's a lawyer lord as well as esquire doesn't necessarily mean you're lord lord jeffrey esquire it doesn't it doesn't mean you're a lawyer no. it doesn't i thought it did i, I thought that's what that meant look over opinionated under informed that's us all right so let's go back to her 
yes, teaching is political because as we develop curriculum and have conversations with our students, equity and anti-racism need to be in the forefronts of our minds, as well as giving our kids the means to gather factual information and form their own opinion. But this is wildly different than indoctrination or propaganda because I'm not trying to sway my students' opinions. I want them to form their own educated opinions. What I'm doing is challenging a broken system and hopefully laying the groundwork for progress and justice. Okay. Oh. All right. So, I mean, you know, I, I'm, I'm with her at the end. I'm with her at the end. I have a problem with the word equity. Equity means that, you know, we, we make everybody the same. That's not, you, you need competition. You need, you know, the cream rises to the top. Sorry, people. That's the way it is. It's just the way it is. But it's unfair, John. Life's unfair. Why, why isn't our podcast first on Apple, Apple Podcasts, John? We should be yeah. first. We're the best. Well, listen, we're two old white guys. For, for Christ's sake, we should be number one. If this country or everything in this country is systemically racist, we should be number one, and we're not. I tend to agree with Dave. I was kind of noticing that. That, that chick can flap them lips. Oh. <laughs> Talk on inhale and exhale. <laughs> yes, so, sir. yeah. Well. Is that is that it for you? I, I have a ton of them. Um, palate, palate cleanser? All right, let's go with a palate cleanser. I've ranted enough on the teachers. We appreciate you waiting. One of our team members will be with you soon. All right, this one made me giggle. Um, it's it's <sighs> share screen. Sorry. Um, All right. So this is, this is a guy who gets, he calls two different Chinese restaurants and he gets them to argue with each other. <laughs> All right, let's go. Hello? Yeah, how can I help you? Hello? Yeah, how can I help you? Is it Chinese restaurant? Yeah, how can I help you, yeah. What? Yeah. What can I order? How can I help you? What the mean? Okay, Chinese restaurant. How can I do, baby? Are you want to order or no? <laughs> Come to me. Don't talk. Hey, Chinese restaurant. I don't call you. Call me. No, I don't call you. No, I don't call you. <laughs> oh, goddamn! I'm sorry, yeah. but that is funny. I, I know call you. No, I know call you. Yes, that that shit was hilarious. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, I I saw that. I had a little like pee come out. I was laughing so hard. All right, so can I jump in and, and give you a, 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 I guess it's a palate cleanser. You can do whatever you want there, John. All right, so this one I found, this guy here, I don't even know how he stays married. Uh, do you ever meet somebody with a weak stomach where anything makes them gag almost? Oh, through? I know this couple. He's always trying to get her to. This, yeah. I'm sorry, but this is amazing. She's I don't know how that's triggered. Anytime she sees somebody else maybe about to throw up, she yeah. gets that way too. Here we go. Lauren. Hi. We're at a wedding, guys. Don't hey, let. What happened? You look beautiful, by the way. We're at a Lovely. Yeah. I hope you don't throw up on your dress when I go Stop. like this. Stop. <laughs> I can't you know you figure yeah. that he, he would you know she would kill him or leave him or whatever but i mean it it never stops with this it's just video after video of him doing this they yeah they do that all all, all the time i thought it was fake you look great in your you look great in your dress again part two but look at the sunset we should get something don't care i hope you don't throw up on your dress don't get mad i wonder if she's able to you know go all the way down i don't think so I don't uh, stop, John. Uh, oh, I don't oh, think that's ever going to uh, happen. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. 
I got to use that sound finally. Hey, hey. Finally. Yes. Um, have you um caught the new show with uh old Dave and Brandon? No, I have not. They call it uh Kyoti or whatever K-I-O-D-I. Uh keep it or delete it. Oh, okay. So this is why they were asking whether they should keep or delete New Jersey. Yeah, they're they're hey, I'll I'll give them this. They've been uh pumping out episodes. So a daily little, show? Well, I I think now they're getting into where they kind of like uh Doug and Anthony do the dear flabbies. They record like a bunch uh-huh. of them and just a bunch of them at once and then they just Doug just, you know, clips them. And here's a here's a just a clip of the pilot episode. Now I the first half of it is them, you know, normal. And I thought, well, you know what? I'll make it a little bit better. Yep. He's only got positive press. Yeah, of course. And he's always had just the best business practices. He's oh, never stolen, stolen never any stolen. of it. I think, I think he's up. I think the one on the left there is uh, opening a piece of candy or, or whatever. If he's making that. noise. Of course he is. Yes. Yeah. The uh, rustling. Oh, um, any of his ideas. Never a What's single that? idea. Never a single idea stolen. Not a single yes. one. Didn't entirely steal windows. No. <laughs> but that's where we are. Now. What is the, what the. <laughs> I don't know. I'm a little nervous there. I was a little nervous what was going on in that situation. Maybe he wasn't unwrapping something. Maybe he was wrapping something. Well, oh my God. I'm just saying that's what I got out of that. All right. Well, here comes the rest of it. The good part. I have one thing to say. You better work. You better work. Have a girl. Work it, girl. Work. So I uh, have fun with that. <laughs> well, look, good for them. Uh I got well, you said, and I didn't know this, uh, when we stopped rubberneckers, rubberneckers continued on in some kind of form. So basically rubberneckers was like a category five hurricane. And then after episode 6.2 or the seventh episode, it went ashore and it started losing power. And it we kind did of turned- one more after you left. We did do an eighth episode that I had to edit and I felt so bad for you, even though you were go- at that time you were going around and telling everybody what a piece of shit I was. I honestly felt bad for you when I had to edit that. Yes. Okay. So now it has morphed into basically what they call HIV positive. And they had it behind the paywall. And you said, hey, John, guess what? You can go watch it for free on Dave's YouTube site. So I went over and I watched the, their latest episode. And whew, boy, oh, well, my the God. The theme of the show, uh, HIV means Harry is very positive. They right good a good buddy of ours is named harry he's he also lives in australia and um he's a great guy so harry is very positive so they wanted to make a show about positivity yeah but they've used the two i mean the most negative people to do this the show is unwatchable well in the most positive way uh they really should rebrand the show and name it painal because it's pain for anybody who dares watch the show I mean, Dave just barks like he just sits there and barks out commands like, "Okay, uh, Devin, uh, you don't like uh, Doki. Now go in here and be positive and tell everybody why it's a a, a good movie. And then he starts. I mean, it's like a he's like he's calling plays. It's it's really it's horrible. And then now I'm not going to put our audience. I'm not going to make our audience. I I have a clip. No just, way. Just to give you an idea, I didn't do anything to the clip other than clip it, but this is just a clip of the uh, I show. I apologize to our audience. And all of the positivity that you get 
Now, I, I had made a little comment here at the bottom. I, I wasn't making a joke. I was being real. I wasn't able to turn my volume up. And I asked if one of them could maybe perform sign language for me. And this is what I get. But uh, no, seriously, though, can we talk about Andrew's stellar appearance on yet another music podcast? Oh, I'll, I'll, um, I can perform some sign language for you, Boomer Bob. This is very, this is positive. <laughs> And nice pause there on Andrew. Yeah, it's, you know, it's funny because during uh, Gaslighting, which I also co-host with Devin, he says, your people ask him, why do you podcast with John? My question is, why would you podcast with Dave? In other words, that that show can't do anything except teach you bad habits. Well, Devin is the smart one, apparently. Here. That's a checklist. They, yeah, they, well, Dave, it is, it's a kind of like a funny bit. It's not, it's not funny at all. Not every episode, but it can be like a funny bit because these guys, Dave has podcasted with so many of these guys that he knows all the things that they forget to do before they press record. So he has a pre-show checklist, you know, Andrew, tell your mom, you're going to be podcasting, not to bother you, that kind of stuff. I I can't read what it says, but anyway. (laughs) So this is the opening of of um of, of Again, that episode. I apologize to everybody that's watching this. No, pay attention to the guy on the bottom there. Your little uh, other your host for your other show, Devin. Yes, yeah, that's like a great idea, don't you, Devin? He's talking. <laughs> I'm sorry, there, pal. We can't hear you. Devin's not even All right. Talking. So get closer. That's the answer. Cool. Uh, Devin's silently protesting. The silent treatment. Is hey, buddy. Getting from, from I Devin? know you're not trying to be rude here, but maybe your mic is off. Oh, oh, there he figured it out. I think I fixed it. There we go. And uh, you picked that for a co-host. That's cool. Hey, on my show, he's good. I want to tell you. <laughs> Apparently, just... I can raise all boats. Yeah. So. The other thing is that if they don't have any energy or whatever topic he throws at them that he doesn't do, then Dave berates them for not doing it correctly. Uh, the only thing that I got out of that whole show, because I kind of like, yeah, I was no way I was going through the whole show. It was two for two hours. My God. Well, there's they an should, after show that's attached to it. Okay. They should actually use that show to torture terrorists. So Devin has a crush on Kamala Harris. I did not know that. He wants to suck her toes. Well, he's a he's likes uh, women of color. He does like women of color, but I did not realize that he thought Kamala Harris was hot. That was uh, something new. So yeah, that was uh Yeah, the first hour they have to be positive and then after that they're allowed to just say whatever they want, whatever's entertaining. Right. You know, like most HIV positive things, hopefully that will die soon. Okay. Uh the the for me, they should actually do the population a favor and put that back behind a paywall. That doesn't need to be seen by the population. Is there, is there any way I can claim, I don't know if I can call this like a, a racial kind of a complaint. Um, sure. I'm going to have to get up for a second. I'm caught on my damn headphone cable. I don't know if you can see it. The Band-Aid? I see the Band-Aid. Not even close. Not even close to my skin color, CVS. Way off. Well, Way. I damn it, I can't. Way okay. off. So we could have seen that. We could see that if you were still sitting there. I think if you would hold your hand up now or from there. Yeah, look, we could still see that the color's off. Yeah, you didn't have to get that close. So are you going to lodge a complaint with CVS? You're going to tell them that, you know, this is terrible, that, you know, the skin color needs to be more your skin color? I love that they, uh, forget if it was right. I think it was Rite Aid and uh, CVS both quit selling tobacco products because of health. They're trying to promote health, but they have about a 500 foot candy aisle. <laughs> like you're trying to promote health. That's great. Great idea. So, so what you're saying is that people that smoke are being discriminated upon, but people that, so not everybody that eats candy is obese and fat and unhealthy you can you can be healthy any candy 
you can't be healthy and smoke or use dip or chewing tobacco. In other words, that does affect your health. Candy in moderation won't really won't affect your health. So maybe that's the thing. I know you're a smoker and it okay, hits. So then they should only sell small bags of candy then, not the big giant two pounders. Well, pounders. I would think that they feel that the people will be able to basically use common sense. And, and you're right. I mean, people could overindulge in that. Oh, here we go. That's how I felt. You felt like uh, when you, I put this Band-Aid on, I thought of this. Right. Because black people, it's okay to have black pride about your race and everything. Gay people so, go for God forbid that you not be, you know, prideful of their uh, sexual orientation and behavior. And then the same thing with the Asians. But if you white people, if you white people decide that, you know, that that is racist, like, you know, automobiles, you're welcome. Airplanes, you're welcome. The telephone, you're welcome. Well, All made by white people. This is from uh, Wiki, and when you look each of these up, these are the. This is in the the top of of the uh, results there on uh, Wiki. So Black Pride is a movement encouraging people to take pride in being black. All right. Hey, listen. You know what? Barbecue. Thank you. Barbecue. You know, basically, black people made barbecue better. Music. Hold on, hold on. Yeah, the big thing is music. Music. Black music. people made better. I agree. Dancing. Black people are better dancers than white people. Athletics, you know, in sports, so, football, baseball, black people. So, so gay Thank pride you. on a uh, wiki, gay pride is defined as uh, gay pride or LGBT pride. Mm -hmm. It's a positive stance against discrimination and violence toward lesbian, gay, blah, 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 blah. Okay. Discrimination so, and violence. So basically... Uh, I guess if you have an opinion, then that's discrimination. Yeah. In other words, having an opinion of a lifestyle does not make discrimination. Well, it's, it's not. Oh, go ahead. Discrimination is only when it affects you hiring somebody or, or in, in a situation like that. And the same thing with violence. It holds you back in life. Okay. Right. It holds them back. And, 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 and their definition, though, discrimination can also mean that you're just indifferent. You don't care. You don't care if they're gay. You don't care. They want you to oh. put them on a pedestal. You must wear the ribbon, right? right. We have to, we have to celebrate. Oh my I'm god! Saying, I'm not saying all of them. I'm saying the ones that are that you see with the with the flags and they're downtown in the marches. All all of the activists. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah, of course. So then, Asian pride, as defined by Wiki uh, in the United States, Asian pride is a positive stance to being Asian American. Hey, listen, I'm, I'm with this. You know, uh, uh, they gave us pasta, uh, you know, basically uh, fried dumplings. Uh, I'm a big fan of. Extra general, small condoms. General, general, general Chow's chicken. I, I like that. You know, Chinese food, big fan. Sushi. Sushi. Nah. I'm a big fan. So, yeah, I understand all that. I mean, you, you, you don't have to point out all the wonderful things that they have contributed. I, to I, I, listen, I am an equal opportunity. If you are going to you know, put this up here, I'm going to tell you what I, you know, what I think we, the sure. Asian people don't should be. How about, um, I would say, uh, math? Asian people? Yeah, that's what I said. I said math. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. I mean, hey. sure that the abacus was was an Asian invention. Uh, so uh, now Wiki Wiki defines white pride as a slogan primarily used by white separatists, white nationalists, neo Nazis, white supremacist organizations to signal their racist viewpoints. No, no. Well, yeah, it is because they're the only ones that will use it. Everybody else has been uh, basically cuckold into not being not being able to say white pride or you know anything like that because then they'll be viewed as a racist well how but about that's true how about we just don't worry so much about pride and just be who you are without giving a shit about your color or your sexual preference or any of that stuff why does that even matter so if you are what you're saying bob if i if i can get this right what you're saying is black pride would be as racist as white pride is that what you're saying I'm just Asian saying pride, it, Asian pride would be as racist as white pride because you're proud of your own 
of your own race. And then if you put down another race, that would be racism. I'm not proud of anything. No, I understand that. Zero pride. Pride Pride is an expensive commodity that just brings more pain than it than it does uh joy you know what i mean it, what would the gays what gay would what pride did what did the gays invent that we should be proud of anything got anything yeah. vaseline no now they didn't invite no they didn't hey, invent hiv no that was the no government. they no, didn't do that either that, they was didn't the, invent it. that was that was uh anthony fauci um they suffered from it they didn't invent it <laughs> Okay. The, the the HIV positive podcast. Maybe that is what they should be proud of. Hmm. Australia. Australia? You think the gays invented Australia? Have you ever heard them talk? Well, I'm not saying the whole population. There's just, I'm sure there's very a lot of very lovely people in Australia. Just like anywhere else. Right? You know, good people and bad people everywhere you go. All right. Uh, do we have a dad joke to take us out on on this Labor Day weekend? Of course. I've got a whole bunch of them. Which one do you want? A good one. <laughs> Let's see if you can come up with a good one. Uh, why couldn't Miss Piggy talk? She had a frog in her throat. Oh, uh, you know that one. Okay, I then. That one. One. Okay, let's see. We got another one. Which of the 50 states can you order an extra small soft drink at any fast food restaurant? Extra small soft drink at any fast food restaurant. I don't know that one. Minnesota. Ah, perfect. That's a good one. I like that one. All right, everybody. We will be back here tomorrow uh, when you all go back to work. We'll be back. If you like it, tell a friend. If you don't, tell a friend about this horrible show that's on Monday and just watch it. Yeah, Bob. See ya. <laughs>